All right. You do it. And we're alive. <laughs> Not alive. We are alive. Very different situation. And we're back in beautiful, sunny Phoenix, Arizona. It's getting better. Yeah. You know that. Look, you can lie to them, Kai. You can, you can lie to them. <laughs> no, lie, seriously, the temperature me. is way better now. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it's definitely cooler. It's now closer to the 70s, went super low, and then mm-hmm. the day is still, you know, low 90s. But, yeah, it's dry heat, so it's not mm-hmm. as bad. It's still not desirable. Primarily all the fucking flies and mosquitoes. I want the cold to come and kill them all, deprive them of their lives. Wow. <laughs> I guess I sound like a psycho a little bit. But I do think that'd be nice because I'm tired of going outside, yeah. working on the car, and getting bit by mosquitoes. I'm over it. Yeah. As you all know, we were just recently in upstate New York. Bounced around there in the city, Boston, Vermont. And it's uh, mm-hmm. I'd say it's been quite a bit of culture shock coming back to a place that is pretty much just a direct representation of capitalism and yeah, franchise yeah. marketing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's more than the Thames, right? And the lack of um, opportunities for outdoor activities. There are so many things, but also recently it really came to us um, to realize that this place is depressing because it's so, you know, an exemplar of uh, capitalism. Um, there's there's no culture here. I maybe you don't like what I'm saying, but it's true. <laughs> At least in uh, Santam Valley and other cities, maybe Phoenix too. I like Scottsdale, but those cities in Arizona really lack culture and is full of franchises. Yeah. Yeah. Know? In this greater metro- metropolitan area, for sure. Mm-hmm. It does seem that it's just been a lot of uh, small cities that have grown due to <clears throat> enterprise and mm-hmm. businesses moving in. And again, there's not anything inherently wrong with that, but it does. You do see a lack of like the mom and pop shop, mm-hmm. the the level of care and detail that typically is associated with mom and pop shops because it's coming from a place right. of passion. You know, you go to a restaurant, you can taste the food quality. Um, it's way better because they're going to a locally sourced farm, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm sure it makes it a little more difficult being here. There's so many imports. Right. Imagine we're not growing too much crop and things yeah. out here. So you can have restaurants like that, but uh, there's, there's seemingly nothing that is, mm-hmm not just franchise yeah or big business yeah i think the problem with you know lack of those uh, local businesses is that those franchises really do not represent people here or uh, if this place you know it's a representation of that brand particularly uh ordered in very specific ways to you know represent them themselves right yeah. Uh, whereas local businesses can have their individual characteristics in their businesses, you know, therefore representing the culture of this place and people. I think that's why it's so goddamn depressing, you know. Yeah, I mean, we're surrounded. And again, there's spots here and there. Actually, our favorite place to go is, you know, a family-owned business. Yeah. Alton, shout yeah. out to the climbing gym, you know. That's two sisters place, opening guess, yeah. it up. And that's mm-hmm. that's super cool. And that's like the place where we, again, feel the most at ease mm-hmm. I it's kind of funny we're mentioning it because now it's not even so much about the climbing as much yeah. as the connections and the people there they know us we know them it's mm-hmm. nice to go in you know they, they're genuinely curious about how you're doing and I mean you saw that firsthand again visiting Troy this past month people are genuinely interested in your life yeah. and like want to mm-hmm. chat and sit down and talk to you and again you know the walkability really truly lends itself to that mm-hmm but yeah for anybody out there living in a city that is suburbia franchises and blah 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 it there's way better shit out there yeah seriously there is like yeah you gotta like break into the community but those communities i think on average are pretty accepting of people that want to escape this type of scenario yeah and would be very welcoming to it and you can learn a lot in those communities and build some really good relationships so you know for I think the vast majority of Americans that live in cities like this, mm-hmm. 
know that there's way better stuff out there in the u.s you yeah. don't have to leave the country you just have to go somewhere else to find yeah. it and again going to somewhere that has like historical context is helpful because they've had communities for you know several hundred years potentially longer depending where you're at mm-hmm. so you know east coast got a lot of that uh west coast has some things as well i'm sure yeah but yeah it's fucking really highlighted how important community and friendships and all those mm-hmm. seemingly small details really lend i keep saying lend itself but really contribute <laughs> to living a, a fulfilling life i think you know because you also feel like you have a better role what's well, not a laughing matter but it's kind of funny though I wonder who's going to pay it back. I keep lending this shit out, you know? <laughs> the bank's going to become collecting, dude. <laughs> we own that word, son. And we own you. Um, but, yeah. Uh, quite depressing, but uh, we are here temporarily. Uh, hopefully a month or so. Uh, I'm pretty sure we've said this before. But, I mean, the <laughs> plans have changed a lot, right? And then... We traveled a lot, and finally we came back here to recoup, and um, I'm trying to get a job, actually. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, more than considering at this point, um, but we have several candidates, uh, even overseas. Yeah, So, yeah, uh, once that's uh, sorted out, we're going to get out of here, guys. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell and then yeah. you're going to see a more stable um, place that we record our podcasts. Yeah. I mean, we still really carry that spirit, you know, on the go, you know, travel and moving, but we'll have better, um, hopefully, environment for uh, our podcast. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm sure there will be, if we end up in Europe, there will be times where we're doing a similar setup again, (laughs) you know, just carrying all the stuff because, like you said, Mm -hmm. that's our spirit. We're on the move. We want to go and nothing to stop us from what we're doing, so... Mm-hmm. Again, that's kind of why we don't have a specific backdrop. The background looks different every time, mm-hmm. and it's pretty minimalistic. We just yeah. have the lighting, the hub, and some mics and a laptop, and that's really all we need to produce this material. Yeah. But if you guys are interested in seeing more or different settings, let us know because we'll try to try to set something up. You know? Yeah. Maybe you want the backdrop of the ocean. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> we'll drive the ocean again <laughs> and just record one episode there because <laughs> we care about you and your guys' opinions. Yeah. <laughs> so, shall we get into the topic at hand? Yeah. What is it? Pressure's <laughs> on. Put the pressure on me. How about we talk about mm-hmm. how it's almost been a year and what yeah. we're planning to do with the podcast? Mm. We can briefly go into it. Yeah, true. That's a good point. Um, so it's about a year, yeah. uh, a little less than a year, because this is 47th episode. Um, obviously, five more episodes to be exact year. Um, but a year since the mm-hmm. when I picked you up in Austin, oh, and right. this all so came into October, creation. Right. Um, so... I was in Austin. We lived in Austin a long time ago together. Mm-hmm. You moved to New York. I stayed in Austin with the same company, that horrendous company. <laughs> and yeah, I fucking said it. <laughs> I truly, truly think that way. Um, and then I quit my job last March. And uh, that was sort of my first really um, long break, like meaningful break because since when I was young I always did part time jobs and um you know schools and all that. So I never had not um being just unemployed basically, you know. So that was March and then after six months uh after six months from that I broke up with my ex and you picked me up. You were in Colorado having fun. <clears throat> picked me up, came here in Phoenix, and we started podcast, right? This podcast. Yep. Uh, initially, we had a specific theme for this podcast, which was uh, philosophy and a little more serious tone, I guess, than other podcasts um, because of our love for philosophy. And... 
I don't know. It's been pretty... It hasn't been really rewarding, personally. Because we have... Oh, we enjoy this, don't get me wrong. We really enjoy this. But uh, we haven't been really able to... Um, increase exposure our, uh, of our discussion to the public. So we only have a few patrons at the moment. Mm-hmm. And... Um, in that sense, I guess it's not going well. Our messages are not reaching. Yeah, yeah. Know? I think more so than it's, anything, it's not mm-hmm. the the amount of patrons we're referring to or anything like that. It's more so just wanting to share all our discussions openly with more people, so that right. we can have conversations with individuals, mm-hmm. you know, in different groups of people. Because again, if we're just sitting here on the couch and it's just you and I, you know, basically hitting back and forth, volleying the same conversations, topics, arguments. We're going to get a bit in an, uh, an echo chamber, or mm-hmm. we're just going to consistently reassure our beliefs based in what you and I both have shared beliefs, right? Yeah. So we definitely want to open up the discussion to be more inclusive of everybody. And it's not that we're not inclusive, but the means in which we're, I guess, sharing our content, mm-hmm. it hasn't allowed it to spread wider. Yeah, you know, and also because we all re- reduce our content to the twenty-minute videos, the short for the non-Patreon members, you're also only getting a limited glimpse into yeah. you know, who we are and Sometimes what we're talking never about. Never get to even the topic. You know? Yeah, yeah, a lot <laughs> of times in the t- yeah. twenty-minute videos, it's almost like the warm-up. Yeah, you know, we're talking into the content, mm-hmm. and then the real meaningful guts of the conversation yeah. are in the paid area. Also, because of the uh, lack of script, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. That's why we don't get to uh, the topic right away. Yeah, this being completely organic and devoid mm-hmm. of ads and all that jazz, you know. So it it does allow it to be more freeform more frequently. But that's why we're planning next week. I mm-hmm. think right, we're gonna do it next week. Yeah, we're gonna release all the content to be free. Uh, Patreon members will still have tiers to mm-hmm. help contribute and support the show and rewards under there, but. As far as free content, or sorry, as far as the entirety and the length of the content, it'll be free to everybody, mm-hmm. including all previous episodes. So yeah. maybe you're somebody that's been listening in the past and thought, oh, that's just interesting. I would listen to more, but you know, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't have the money or the means or see the value in supporting yeah. with five bucks. Then you'll you'll get access to the full right full thing. Yeah, you know. So we would just love to you give some feedback, leave some comments. You know, we want to talk with you. And mm-hmm. exchange ideas, you know, grow our knowledge mm-hmm. and have the shared experience because y'all are just as important <clears throat> in your words and opinions and thoughts as ours. And we want to wrestle with more concepts and, yeah, you know, pull some deeper ideas out of that. Yeah. That uh, exchange. Yeah. And then primarily, I, we've talked about this several times. Uh, primarily, the reason that we are on Patreon, Patreon is that. So that we can be more independent, you know, uh, not under the influence of other companies or whatever. That's why. Uh, so that way we can we don't have to place ads on our podcast and, you know, etc. cetera. Uh, but moving forward, it's going to be free, but still there will be perks for um, each tiers, right? Yeah, yeah, the Patreon members will still have benefits. Mm-hmm. And we really appreciate everybody supporting and support up to this point. But yeah, it's going to be uh, pretty exciting, I think. I'm just stoked for people to have access to the mm-hmm. full length episodes yeah and um, then yeah so basically uh more opportunity for uh people to listen to our discussions and therefore more opportunity for them to engage with us more ideas and concepts um yeah so we're, we really look forward to it yeah yeah please look forward to it Stay yeah and then and you know again like uh Lafia said earlier uh, please leave comments and you know advice or questions, whatever. Uh, we'll try our best to um, answer those questions and read them. Just not in the '90s. You get you get <laughs> comments every day on the '90s yeah, little episode on your personal Most Instagram. Most popular, at least in terms of reels on Instagram. Most engaged one. Uh, currently sitting at about 550 likes. 
and a lot of comments. Uh, most of them are uh, headers comments. <laughs> uh, either I'm high or fucking on crack, <laughs> something along those lines. That I'm not just well <laughs> because I'm saying those stuff, right? I but, didn't think it was controversial at all. That's but the craziest I, part. You know, to their to their defense, from me. <laughs> Uh, yes, so the, the real will shows about like 40 seconds of me saying that all those reasons that all the all those things that are you know good in the mm-hmm. 90s uh, compared to other decades. But there was more discussion before and after, right? Why I think that way, mm-hmm. right? But you're just looking at the the conclusion of my discussion without knowing why I'm making that argument or statement. So yeah, it's understandable, but at the same time, I don't really appreciate or uh, it's almost meaningless to say those things without why you think it is not right or why you think I'm on crack. Um, you know, there's no purpose of doing that. Yeah, you know? yeah, because you're not elaborating. You're just yeah. I I mean, I'm willing to argue with you. I'm willing to give you reasons. I'm willing to answer if there's any question. But if it is just a statement that you don't agree then i can really engage with you yeah you know yeah because you're also willing to learn from the knowledge that they potentially yeah. have mm-hmm. right but it's kind of like well if you make the claim then at least make the defense right show yeah, the yeah. math show the work <clears throat> as to why you believe that because right. i think a lot of the times that's not really we can't agree because we have different of belief mm-hmm. it's really we have difference on how we arrive to the belief yeah because honestly if somebody did the work to arrive to their belief mm-hmm. i'm going to respect the belief even if i don't agree with it at yeah. all i can at least say well okay you know that makes sense from their experience mm-hmm. everything they've done yeah okay they would arrive to that conclusion but you find a lot of times when you challenge people when they make these type of judgment claims like saying oh you're an idiot that's wrong blah blah Mm. blah and you challenge them they don't actually know why they believe that it's just the perception they've accepted as reality yeah and that's difficult that's difficult for anybody to combat because Mm. there's that old adage that you can't use logic to reason somebody out of a position they didn't use logic to arrive at Mm -hmm. so fucking they didn't even arrive to that conclusion in a logical you know step and again not everything can be logical but you should be able to at least elaborate mm-hmm. to avoid confusion, to avoid hurting people. Um, there's so much benefit in just yeah. showing your work if personally as well because you get a better understanding of yourself why you believe things. Yeah. Like what tends to lend you to belief? Lending, lending, lending. <laughs> what was that? Well, but I, I think to lending. me like that is a uh, po- perfect glimpse of you know what's happening today why there is a this serious division between peoples you know because you, we're not communicating you know you're just saying those mean stuff but you're not really conversing right yeah um so this to me that to me is just another indication that okay this is the problem you know this is why we're having this divi- uh uh division problems this is why we're not understanding each other because we're not exactly communicating, you know, other than stating those mean stuff. We're stating uh, just self um, evident statements, you know, it's it's almost like destructive in terms of relations and in terms of, you know, um, the integrity of society. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. Also, because a lot of people only get their bit of information and news and ideas from a lot of these social media platforms. And when Mm -hmm. they see it become completely reductionist, they think that's the way people talk. And that's the only way to talk. Or it's normalized to the point where they start using it as their language. And that's, yeah, it's incredibly damaging and hurtful to the individual as well to society and by large Mm -hmm. and i get it like there's so much information out of there you want to just easily depict yeah or sorry you usually want to just infer from a single picture single clip like everything you Mm -hmm. want to just make a huge claim about everything based on such a little bit of information but you're really doing yourself a disservice yeah like uh, you're not finding like root cause or any true Mm -hmm. understanding And yeah, maybe you've not done it enough so you actually have the tools to understand how you dig deep. But 
I think a lot of us hold on to ideas and beliefs that don't serve us at all that it's hard to almost even call them beliefs because we haven't done any work to believe them you know Mm -hmm. it's almost faith like you just (laughs) magically believe in it or something you know I mean not necessarily that you know what you're believing and your opinions are wrong but in order to there's really there are a lot of benefits of conversing uh, about your idea with someone else who doesn't specifically, a partic- particular doesn't agree with you, right? Because it, that way you can reprocess your thoughts. You can challenge your ideas. Therefore, if you're right, you're reinforcing your ideas. If you're if you're wrong, you have an opportunity to correct it. Yeah. You know, yeah. growth. But if you don't do that, you're, I mean, we've said this many times, you know, you're basically a frog in the p- a pond, mm-hmm. right? You're isolated. You know, and then there's no room for growth. There's no room for progression. That's depressing. Yeah, well, yeah. it should be. Yeah. And you may not realize how depressing it is until you're X amount of years, months, days down the road and realize, mm-hmm. fuck, what have I been doing with my time? Mm-hmm. You know, especially when you're challenged by the exterior world. If all you choose to believe or engage in is with people that are like minded and have mm-hmm. the same values ideals opinions yeah. uh yeah of course you're never going to be challenged by those individuals yeah and of course you want to call those people family and defend them because they reinforce your potential delusion or belief it could be one or the other it could be a mixture of both of those things not to say it's either or but we all in some ways maintain these bubbles to protect ourselves yeah and a lot of the protection we're doing to ourselves may not really be protection. Mm-hmm. It might just be delusion to save our egos from having to, I don't know, change our view on reality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're all guilty of it. Like we all have those things. We mm-hmm. actively have those things in our lives today. Like you and I, um, I think we consistently try to challenge them especially mm-hmm. on each other yeah oh, well why do you believe that what explain elaborate you know and when it's coming from a loving place of like wanting to understand and then the other person wanting to challenge it as well mm-hmm. not because they think you're wrong yeah but because they just want to give you information that may be beneficial in your point of view mm-hmm. or allow you to grow that point of view to serve you better in multiple scenarios yeah, I think that's a wonderful thing. I think that's why you should listen and discuss with people that hold entirely different viewpoints than you um, and try to understand why they hold those viewpoints because mm-hmm. that's where you really find relationship and understanding is in like, the nitty-gritty as to how they arrive to it. Yeah, And then you, I don't know, in my experience, I've been bummed to find out that most people don't believe anything in any meaningful way. <laughs> right. <laughs> they just say they have a belief, but it doesn't actually affect any any area of their life (laughs) yeah yeah why even say you believe it then (laughs) yeah i think the phenomenon is way more um prominent today than before i we've talked about this before uh but i think it has to do with stems from if we have to if we were to look at this problem from the beginning it really has to do with i think the you know the birth of internet right the birth of internet led to this enormous amount of information that we couldn't even imagine before. Now, the more information, the more possibility of uh, those information, some of the information being wrong, right? Because those information is created by, you know, um, random individuals. You know, it's not just before that, uh, the information or books, knowledge that are published and written and published are usually by scholars. Um, people who are experts basically mm-hmm. in their field but now because of the uh, internet uh, and its nature anybody can unload and share this information that they uh, find uh, worthy but a lot of times those could be wrong and the problem occurs when people isolate isolate themselves with those information that bad information or wrong information or the information that is uh, not um, strong enough yeah right and you can basically stay in that state forever if you don't challenge it yeah right 
And then another problem that is that really fuels this phenomenon is that lack of human interaction and lack of true ide- essential identities of yeah. people. Therefore, people tend to really attach themselves or even shackle themselves to those whatever opinions and ideas they find really valuable. You know, in general, that is not a problem. But when those ideas are not really uh, comprehensive or um, not the result of thorough investigation or experiential knowledge, then it could be really dangerous. Yeah. Right? But anyway, uh, I guess where I'm getting at is that I think it's important to have this human-to-human interaction to even really get to the bottom of what you're discussing because language is not perfect, right? Mm -hmm. Especially when it's written unless it is a book of like 200 pages at least that can convey your idea more in a comprehensive way especially on the internet or social media you're trying to converse with two sentences, three sentences or 200 characters, whatever it's really hard to communicate you know, in a more complete way. Yeah, yeah, no, entirely. But at least that's better than fucking saying a statement, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just noise at that point. Actually, it doesn't contribute to the conversation at all. It's just shouting or clapping or mm-hmm. booing. That's all those comments are. Yeah. You know, you've definitely, a lot of people have mistaken conversation for these other things yeah you know, that's not conversing conversing is an exchange of ideas an exchange mm-hmm. is dependent upon i receive and give yeah if you're not receiving you're not conversing yeah if you're not giving you're also not conversing mm-hmm. so you know be careful not to accidentally mistake what you're doing in real life in social media is conversing yeah if neither of those things are going on then it's not conversing it's something else entirely and you be you're missing out on the benefits of conversation mm-hmm. because you can't have true relationship without conversation. Yeah, for I, sure. I really That's don't think sure. you can. You maybe you can in some roundabout way, mm-hmm. but you're more than likely misunderstanding one another. Mm-hmm. You're making a lot of assumptions about each other's identities, um, thoughts, blah blah blah, and you're able to live in with, within those assumptions. Yeah, and again, that's not necessarily wrong. You can probably have great relationships like that. Maybe you only do a certain activity together and it's a deep relationship mm-hmm. in that singular activity. But again, life is made up of more than singular activities, made up of a whole bunch. Yeah. So conversing is like the one area where you can kind of entertain the way you would behave in multiple scenarios without having to go through those multiple scenarios. You know. But again, that's why I would say, well, quality time as well as an essential component mm-hmm. to understanding somebody and knowing somebody have to spend time with them you have to converse with them and then you're going to start build a better idea of who that individual is and who you are in relation to that individual oh yeah for sure so yeah stop getting upset over instagram shit i mean both sides like who cares man it's such a small probably unrepresentative factor in their life Mm -hmm. and if you're going to be upset at least elaborate as to why you're upset because maybe you're only upset because of something going on in your life. Maybe it has nothing to do with it you're commenting on. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because haters, for whatever reason, uh, it doesn't bother us. Like, I feel bad for them. When yeah, I yeah, those yeah. comments, you feel yeah. bad for them. It's like, not like I don't prison, like them or anything. Yourself. Don't even really pay attention to those things. I mean, I try to read all the comments just because I don't get a lot of comments. It's just <laughs> so easy for me to read all of them. <laughs> but when I look at those haters' comments, I, I don't get mad. It's just that I, I wish this person really elaborated more, you know, so that I can maybe engage with this person, you know. Uh, whether or not we can come to a an, uh, an agreement, that's fine. You know, we may not come to an agreement, especially on the 90s one. I do understand that uh, a preference or... Uh, one's evaluation of a certain period in terms of culture and value, it can be subjective. I totally get it. But at the same time, there are objective reasons, objective 
uh, phenomena that existed during those period, then we can talk about that. Yeah, then you can understand each right. other. Yeah. Because both statements about the 90s are true. It was a horrible time and it was a great time. Yeah. Like, based well, on see, what like events... That's, that, that also, like, right away cause a prop, causes a problem, right? When you say that, great, but then in terms of what, right? I mean, yeah. so that we need to communicate properly, elaborate more. Exactly. Right? Get on the specifics. Like, okay, yeah, mm -hmm. it was great. Basketball, music, yeah. these other you know areas but yeah negative mm -hmm. like war con there's all these other things going on as well they can exist simultaneously mm -hmm. and be true statements yeah the 90s were great while also being awful this is applicable to only specific areas that's why yeah. you have to elaborate and that's why if you watch the video you talk specifically about certain things yeah and it's not because we're not talking about the other things where you don't know they exist or are not giving them their due diligence that's mm -hmm. not the case yeah it just happened to be what we didn't want to we just didn't want to focus on it that day yeah you know and again if we're people that don't know and there's things we don't know obviously we want to learn we mm -hmm. fucking help us like tell yeah. us tell us why it was bad give us some explanations mm -hmm. don't let us still remain in the dark you know wandering right like do you really care about us if you're not gonna if you're willing to say hey you guys are starving and you have food and you're not willing to give us food mm -hmm. like you're the piece of shit bro <laughs> like, not us yeah. like we're out here hungry and you're just gonna let us starve <laughs> give us give us a helping hand or something yeah <laughs> yeah i again i really think that that is due to the isolation of individuals right because they really lack or they don't hold any they haven't established any uh value core values for themselves so that they really hold on to this small worldview that anything that is against their whole you know this view they get upset because they can't really understand their their world world just fall fall apart basically i think that's why people get upset yeah you know otherwise they don't have a justification for their worldviews yeah. you know so when you get really that kind of feeling you know when you're uh reading something or when you heard from something someone that that is not in agreement with your views and you get angry just think about why maybe it's a good time to think of why you get angry why that is so threatening you know the different views which is very natural right yeah yeah well, I mean, I think that's an incredibly telling moment. It can mm -hmm. also tell you what's important and what's not important mm -hmm. based on how you feel and react. You can make the choice if it's important or not important. But yeah, yeah you get a rare opportunity to have your views and your ideas and understanding of the world challenged in particularly a meaningful way mm -hmm. where you can grow that belief or you can challenge it further and get rid of it. Because there are a lot of things that until they're put under the microscope, you don't really have an idea what they are. Something that mm -hmm. looks good could actually be incredibly toxic, harmful, and poisonous to you. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. look at anything that's addictive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it gives you a buzz. It gives you whatever in that moment. It satisfies it and continually calls to it. But you zoom out large enough, like over one year, five year, ten years. Oh, is this harmful and detrimental to me? Yeah. Guys, like a lot of things may serve you in the moment to feed your anger or to feed your happiness or your sadness or whatever emotion you're experiencing it might feel great to give into it in that moment but what's that look like a week down the road a month down the road a year down the road are you going to be even more divisive are you even going to be further from you know a reality that serves you are you going to be further from your friends or you can only have friends that share the same beliefs you do there's a lot of things you need to evaluate or not that you need to but there's great value in the evaluation. Yeah. And you're met with this all the time. With everything you interact with in reality, you can be given this opportunity to reevaluate. And you should, because every moment is new. Nothing mm -hmm. is actually the same or old. It just looks similar because that's the way we fucking process things. Right. <laughs> and then another aspect that, that is important is to have, um, to understand that, uh, more intimate personal relationship can lead to a better understanding of each other's values and ideas, right? Um, so, yeah, I think, I guess what I'm saying is that um, 
obviously I'm not saying that, you know, if you want to talk to anybody about any ideas or topics, you should have personal relationship with that person. But I think it's in, it's important to understand the fact that the personal relationship or deeper understanding of, of uh, each other can lead to a better discussion, the quality of discussion, yeah. right? Yeah. So just keep that in mind uh, so that you won't get too upset or you won't get offended by someone because you don't understand that person, yeah. right? Yeah. Even when we talk about this metaphysical topics, um, you know, we can have different views, man. Just because we, especially in terms of like metaphysical topics, um, we can have a lot of abstract ideas or even very personal uh, ideas of faith, those things. So if you don't have any personal relationship with that person, then you can completely alienate that person. Yeah, right? no, totally. you don't know anything about that person. Yeah, right? And, and then it, his ideas are just not, you know, real to you, basically. Right? Yeah, yeah. And again, I mean, there's definitely beliefs that I hold that, mm-hmm. you know, just even a few weeks ago were in a situation yeah, where yeah. somebody raised <laughs> the question about my black, my beliefs or lack thereof yeah. and asked me for a objective analysis on a situation that by all considerations most people would say was a horrible thing yeah and i would say well it's only horrible because it's happened to you but because i have a relationship with you mm-hmm. it's horrible to me too yeah because yeah. it's bad for you mm-hmm. you know but in a grand philosophical kind of like natural value of things yeah, I, yeah it's nothing it's just something that happened right yeah i just wouldn't want to arrive to an opinion on mm-hmm. that matter, especially a matter that I'm so far removed from without talking to the person who has the first hand account of it. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna take their opinion and their situation and it's gonna be much more meaningful than mine because mine comes from a place of no understanding. Mine's conceptual. Yeah. You know, yours is reality. Yours is experiential. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I value your experience way more than I value my concept. Mm-hmm. And my concept is nothing. The experience right. is the concept and the action combined into you know whatever you're going through Mm -hmm. that's way more important to me yeah but again you have to have relationship with people Mm -hmm. and when we just become reductionist and want to say well this is the concept or the idea you hold thus i'm not gonna engage with you in a meaningful way or try Mm -hmm. to be understanding then you're missing out on a lot potentially you're missing out on a lot um and you know possibly destroying the opportunity to have real relationship with that person or understand a person you yeah. Know? Again, like if you really have a deep relation relationship with someone, you know, disagreements become just another understanding of that person rather than a threat uh, to your identity. Right. Yeah. I think that's why the personal relationship is so important. It's all about you and me, you know, together rather than just different persons of different ideas you know not compatible to each other yeah that's a couple of different things and what's the i mean yeah of course you can choose you can choose but i think at least you should know that nature of um building a relationship and its relation to quality of discussion yeah you know yeah I think a lot of concepts, ideas, beliefs, you know, all these things that constitute what we would say is the identity of a person are merely expressions that can be either good or bad Mm -hmm. in the common terms of the expression of like the, uh, the soul or the, the essence of a person, right? Like you can wear many different clothes and like some you pull off better than others. Some like are more representative of you. Some for whatever reason speak better. The same with concepts mm-hmm. and ideas. Like usually the first thing you choose in your closet to wear ever without mm-hmm. any experience fucking looks horrible. It doesn't match you at all. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like you don't know anything. You have to like build the experience so eventually you know what wardrobe suits you and why you're wearing it. Yeah. And then people are like, oh, shit, that's fucking Kai. Like, I know, Kai. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, that fits your personality and characteristics so mm-hmm. well. Same with these concepts, these ideas, and all these other things. Like, 
you have to try on a lot of different ones to find the ones that actually are best representative for you. Mm-hmm. And again, because that's always shifting, sometimes you might only wear that for a season. And that bothers people. It really bothers people that, oh, wait, what, you're a Christian for a month and then you like went to something else or you hold this belief for a year and now mm-hmm. you're something else? That really bothers people. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know why it does because I don't believe it should. Again, I think these are just tools we use to express ourselves. And a lot of time they fucking suck. A lot of these tools mm-hmm. suck. And they're not good enough. And that's they're too they're too big of concepts, yeah. too large, too overarching, that if we adapt them, we give up ninety nine percent of ourselves, our essence, yeah. just to wear that clothing. Right? Mm-hmm. Like Christianity, you know, you give up a lot of it is to be you as an individual, to be Christian mm-hmm. in this regard. Or democrat republican whatever this thing is you want to put on just to be accepted into society so you feel like you can exchange and talk to each other with simple terms to understand one another but so reductionist Mm -hmm. it's so so far from being human you know like it's it's probably not serving you and just look at areas of your life how do you feel on a day-to-day basis is your emotional thing like this fucking crazy all the time Uh, Do you know where you want to go with your life? Do you have security? Do you have peace? All these other factors can be indicators to maybe, maybe you're wearing the wrong clothing conceptually. I don't know. Right again, but that that's why it's so important to go out there and get some experiences, right? Because if you don't, then again, you're you're putting yourself into that loop of isolation you know mm-hmm. yeah that's very dangerous you know so you talked about this you know you, you should try different things well it's not because there you must you know uh, expose yourself to different things to find the truth to you but it means that without doing that the truth you're having now may not be truthful mm-hmm. you know yeah you need to you need to continue to challenge it that's why we say that truth is a moving target you know mm-hmm. at least yeah. we have that mindset I and mean, we have a core values for sure but we never think of them as oh this is it we don't have to do anything else you know we continue to experience we continue to explore the world right yeah yeah and you know some of the truth can change may not yeah. But I think that's the way to really understand this world as it is, rather than trying to interpret everything of this world in this universe through my narrow view that I had that I established, you know, years ago or fucking months ago. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you, Nietzsche? Or Kant? <laughs> Genius? <laughs> Even them continue to explore their ideas. That's why their ideas are different from their you know, beginning mm-hmm. of their or, or career and the end of their career, sometimes there are different. Yeah, yeah, contradictory in yes. nature and things like that. But we don't say these people weren't great thinkers because yeah. they had contradictory You're fucking and power just saying the same shit on Instagram and TikTok over and over again for like a decade. Yeah. You know, what are you? You know, just, I think, again, it really, it has to do with the lack of experience, yeah. you know? yeah. And that's the great thing about experience too, because when somebody challenges your belief and then you can lay in and say, well, here's my experience. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, what are they going to have to say against you? Yeah. Here's some ideas to combat you. Like, bro, if I can go try the ad- ideas <clears throat> in the field and tell me how they, yeah. you know, how they suit up. Right. Like it's like telling mm-hmm. a guy who's never gone to war or sorry, it's telling a guy who's, you know, rugged combat vet, like fucking army ranger, Navy cell type who's seen a lot of combat. And you're sitting there telling him, like, well, we have this new training. And mm. You've never been in the field, anything like that. You're just the guy who's been given the manual. You know, He does something in the field. And you say, nope, nope, the manual, the manual here. This is how you should do it. Like, mm. bro, you fucking have nothing. You have nothing against the guy with experience. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, really? You're gonna, the, 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 the thing in the writing, in the book, that's what you're basing your life? Yeah. Rather than the guy who has practical application time after time again? Like, mm-hmm. whose belief is more valuable? Whose belief is more useful to them? Yeah. The guy with the book 
or the guy with the real life experience. Mm -hmm. And you can apply that to so many different fields. Not to say that the guy in the field shouldn't maybe look at what's in the book and say like, oh yeah, is that valuable? And he should be able to challenge Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. But that guy's going to have way better chance challenging that in that book rather than this guy who's reading it for the first time with nothing to challenge it. He just has to accept it. Like that's the way it is. Guess what? That's most of us in life. Yeah. First time we're in it, here's this book. Here's the truths. Here's what you need to believe. This is the way it is. You literally have nothing to even challenge it with. Yeah. So, of course, this thing that I'm telling you to do, that we're telling you to do, is impossible because you have nothing to compare it against. Yeah. That's the value and experience. You're potentially missing out on everything else in ways that you don't even understand. Like, you can't understand. You don't even have those concepts. Mm-hmm. They're just concepts of a concept, which is just crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, you go get in the field, get your hands a little dirty, yeah. make some mistakes, fuck up a bit, you know, and you'll you'll get a better sense of who you are and what's valuable, what's meaningful, yeah. and what beliefs are worth holding. And yeah. then you'll laugh at the ones you used to hold, but you'll understand why you held them, you know? Yeah. You'll understand it, and it's like okay when you understand it because then you yeah. can at least navigate your life going forward, you know? apologize make reparations do all the right things (laughs) you know yeah um i think the importance of experience is that it's impactful either way you know if it disproves your pre you know uh uh, current value then you grow right Mm -hmm. if if that's not the case if your holding value is true then you enforce them yeah right so See, either way, it's very beneficial. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're actually going through this right now. So mm-hmm. we just got back, obviously, from New York, and we've been eating, drinking, you know, whole nine yards for the last month, just not exercising really at all. Now we're going back to our old routine, mm-hmm. the one we did before we went to Thailand because we found it very effective. Even though when we came back from Thailand, <laughs> we tried a different routine. Yeah. But now we're going back, right? We're right. We're saying, hey, is this thing still valuable? Mm-hmm. Is there still something to be gained here? And it's exciting. We're already, you know, we're only on the second day, mm-hmm. second day workout. But the first day workout, like, wow, this is definitely, I can already yeah. tell this Very is going to work. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that's exciting. Yeah. It's exciting to revisit those truths, mm-hmm. you know, because then you gain more info about what's going to work, what's not going to work. Right. And there's and no then, shame you know, in that. more uh, information about, especially the relationship between, that uh, training routine and our body status, right? Yeah. Because obviously our body status at the moment going through the same program are different from the body states back then, yeah. months ago. Yeah. I was especially a beginner, like almost pure beginner at the time. And that's therefore I saw a lot of improvement through mm-hmm. their program. And you saw the improvement too, but yeah. it was a different type of improvement. Yeah, right? yeah. The degree of improvement, I guess. Um, but I am a little better climber mm-hmm. now than before, so I'm really looking forward to seeing what kind of improvement I can get. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, during this time in between in Thailand and uh, all the trips, we both lost, uh, at least perceived the uh, strength, yeah, right? Yeah. We lost a lot, we feel like, at least. So the, the rate of increase may be different from... Uh, before yeah. right so <laughs> i'm looking forward to seeing all those different uh, outcomes so that we can uh, better understand this program right because we're in different states now yeah and think about that look we're talking about a freaking workout program right now you know <laughs> yeah like the level of application this thought process and rationale has mm-hmm. can be applied to literally every avenue of your life yeah and be useful that's the cool thing once you start mm-hmm. thinking in you know similar regards about challenging yourself um you get so many options to grow and learn Mm -hmm. and really develop more of who you are who Mm -hmm. you want to be right you feel more in control of it you know and again there's like of course an element of a lot Mm -hmm. of it is out of our control but you're also accepting these conditions and it's okay right You're, you're open to the results you know you don't take it too personally you just adjust you're like oh Mm. okay there's a lot of uncontrollable factors that may have impacted this i'm going to do my best to worry about the ones i can control Mm -hmm. and you know be understanding to the ones i can't let's see what happens 
Yeah. And that's what you get every time you approach a new experience. You become more comfortable with the uncontrollable things, right? Yeah. And you become more, uh, not comfortable, but um, more confident with the things you can control because you know you can control them because mm-hmm. you've controlled them in so many different other scenarios. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we go to a foreign place, we go anywhere to travel, like I know we're going to be fine. We're going to work yeah. it out. We know how to get through that. We know how to deal with like not eating, blah, 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 being taxed. Mm-hmm interacting with people conversing we know how to navigate the world more effectively Mm -hmm. so there's less fear there's less worry about the unknown so you get to just operate in that confidence section you know you just slowly but surely gain more ground of confidence and that's invaluable you know it makes life way easier to navigate yeah yeah for sure and um we're you know soon going back to work not to the same company um before this journey at least i thought that the job is the source of my unhappiness and Mm -hmm. it is destroying my life to a degree yes sure but now i'm thinking about it completely in a completely different way yes the job was not good but the source of unhappiness or uh, dissatisfaction about my life was completely uh somewhere else (laughs) than the job (laughs) so I figured that out. I really uh, reconciled with the fact. Now I have more confidence in uh, the quality of my life. Even though I may work, which is sort of against my core value, which is freedom, complete freedom. But other values that I hold can be still truthful. You know? Yeah, yeah. So that's why it is important to, I guess it's a little bit different from what we've been talking about, but it's, that's why it's important to evaluate your values in life so that you can find out exactly the purpose of your life, you know, why yeah. you're living, what what satisfies you, essentially, you know, why you want to live, like what do you want to achieve after, especially, you know, through your life, right? Yeah. All those questions, big questions, basically. Those questions, answers to those big questions, really don't come from um, staying on social media and watching Netflix, a lot of movies. I mean, the cultural impact can have. Yeah, I totally get it. But it is only through experiences, you know. Yeah. And that's why we we believe the experience is the only thing through which you can achieve those big answers. Absolutely. Um, nothing but agreement I think on that note yeah should wrap it up yeah go get some fucking experience man <laughs> it's gonna be great man let me tell you what man <laughs> alright thank you guys see you guys bye <laughs>